it was the smoothies or it was just kind of like the vibe that we were giving off mm. which was just kind of like as true and as authentic as we could get it and it was more about the people rather than the, the product and it still is like that's that's our philosophy and I think that's that's what is needed in the world people thinking about the people over the profit that was Graydon Parker this is Duggett the podcast Welcome to Duggett, episode 9 with Graydon Parker from Organic Mechanic. It's a privilege to have Graydon on. Oh, little message. Got some friends. It's a Saturday night here. Been a bit delayed trying to record the intro and outro for this, but finally making time for it. Sacrificing a beer at Golden Dawn for a cup of tea and a night on the mic with Tammy Impala in the background, you go check out that new album, Currents, it's uh, oh, it's a doozy, a doozy of a record. Um, and the song in the background by Pluto, which just brings me back to summer and meeting this girl I met recently and it just makes me so happy, I think I almost want to cry. <laughs> it's a beauty. I'll put the link for that song in the, in the show notes too, it's called Remember You by Pluto. But we're not here to talk about my love life and reminiscing on summer day trips at the beach and dinners out with the parents going to the markets. That's that's for another podcast. But today, an awesome story with Graydon. So if you don't know Graydon and the Organic Mechanic guys, they're um, smoothie rock stars, I think is a cool way to put it. I think even Graydon even mentions himself as a smoothie rock star at some point. It started about 10 years ago. Um, with his friends Nick and Jace, their dad, who had cancer and and through the process of his dad being sick, uh, Jason and Nick's dad, and, uh, and Graydon catching up with them once more, they kind of had a bit of a life-changing direction. And kind of Graydon explains his own story. There, it'd be quite cool to get the other boys' perspective. But anyway, they formed up to create this organic mechanic, the smoothie business, which on the premise of some words from Hippocrates, letting food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. They kind of really took that to heart and, and just went out with, I guess that beautiful naivety, set up a store at the French markets down in Parnell in Auckland here. And uh, just tried to do everything the best they could, organic food, produce, making the best smoothies. Graydon had the art skills, uh, previously fine arts student, and that's where he kind of got this uh, passion for food, which is a funny story in itself, which he explains. And and then uh, took off from there. And when I met them, they were offering, um, they were doing an event at the waterfront in Auckland here, or I think it was the Green Expo, and they were doing free hugs with the smoothies. I thought, these guys are cool. <laughs> They're doing... Uh, yeah, just dishing out hugs, wheatgrass shots, and they had turmeric maybe, and then um, a whole range of smoothies which were amazing. And um, 
since then the team's expanded and they've got such a wonderful gang they all live together so there's Nick, Jace, Raj I think I'm trying to think who else but it's expanded there's Lucy a few others and they've got stalls down at the French markets and also which is a regular and they pop up around the other markets and now recently they've also launched the kombucha which is like a magic bullet for health it helps with digestion good bacteria um, which you gotta listen to a talk with Rhonda Patrick on the study of the gut bacteria it, it pretty much controls the brain like you're you're a subject of the kind of chemical reactions in your body like we think we're this being but we're just made up of these cells of these bacteria and the microbiome in the gut is so important it it's uh they think it's in kind of controls depression, anxiety, all kinds of issues, autoimmune responses, leaky gut. It really is, um, you gotta kind of start from the ground up, but rather than the ground up, it's the gut up. <laughs> you gotta feed feed the good bacteria and it starts with diet. Um, so the kombucha, it tastes amazing. It's got ginger, uh, this uh, black tea, which the which the bacteria, good bacteria, feed on, um, and it's it's delicious stuff. So much so, I'm I'm so into it. We're gonna do a promo code with uh, with Organic Mechanics. So online, if you purchase any kombucha, get the subscription, you'll get twenty percent off when you use the promo code Dugget at checkout. Dugget. <laughs> I feel pretty cool just saying that. Discount for saying Dugget. We're typing it in. It's good stuff. So definitely check out their site. I'll include everything in the show notes that we talk about. There's some amazing movie links. Again, that talk with Rhonda Patrick. Uh, plenty of stuff on their kombucha and uh, where you can find them. But, yeah, I mean, really great. And, and the guys are on a mission to inspire and empower New Zealanders to realize that age-old truth that food is medicine. They've been doing smoothies for schools, lower decile schools, which I, I've been wanting to help out with them and doing some yoga and... Um, kind of fundraising with the yoga studios I'm with to get some money for them to do that because it's such a beautiful thing and these more poor, these poorer areas to give the kids that kind of chance to have something amazing and to have that love they don't they don't just turn up and make these things they kind of give hugs uh, Graydon's girlfriend's wonderful lady named Grace who's a beautiful yoga teacher beautiful person they teach yoga they I don't know they spread so much love there I've got to get to the next event but um so they're doing smoothies for schools, they've done it for the Starship Foundation, for hospitals, they've done events for the likes of Adidas and different places like that. And um, it is quite funny, they talk about that kind of transition to being <laughs> smoothie celebrities at some point and, and then the ride up and down of that and, and now where they are and what their mission is. And, um, and, and from Graydon's perspective, it's going to be nice to get the other boys on and get their, their take on it all at some point. But... I think there's plenty to take out of this, as well as the 20% discount. And if you haven't already listened to Tanya's episode, The Wellness Hub, who's another mutual friend of um, both of ours, check it out, because it's very cool. And there's the there's free juices there, cold-pressed juices, which are amazing too. If you uh, just write a review and uh, follow Tanya's Wellness Hub on Facebook. But yeah, check out that episode. That was uh, episode 8, I believe, the previous one before this. Um, but I won't blabble on much more. We're also getting to hemp as well, which is an interesting subject, which I don't know too much about, but 
it's an amazing product and Graydon's been doing some work behind that so I'll include those notes in the show notes again otherwise tune in happiness is the way people good food is the way hope uh, you find the conversation as delicious as the boys uh, smoothies they make and I'll be going down to the French markets tomorrow morning to load up on them with my family we'll <laughs> we're going to swamp them and actually it's an awesome gift I'm actually buying all the kombucha off them a big case to um to send as Christmas gifts and as birthday presents and I think you know when you're looking for a gift in this, this throwaway society we're in to give someone because they respond they recycle the glass bottle bottles if you get 10 bottles you can give them one back but you get a free one back sorry um, but to give something that's actually gonna make someone better off is I think it's such a good gift such a beautiful product that's made with love it's made with organic amazing produce teas ginger from Fiji it's good stuff check out the kombucha enjoy the conversation bon appetit always a pleasure so honored to have people even listening to this from wherever in the world you are hope this finds you happy healthy enjoy combination cracking day today so oh well, we just talked before about what goes into making your kombucha yeah they said you had the the scurvy the scurvy wrong down scurvy yeah scurvy and then working with the tea black tea yeah black tea seems to be the kind of best option for brewing because the scoby feeds off the black tea. You talk, try talking a little bit louder or just see if the levels are good. Tina koto, tina koto, tamariki ma. <laughs> so the scoby feeds off the tea? Yeah. And and, sh- and like some kind of sugar? Yeah, pretty much. It's like a, it's been around for a couple of thousand years, the technique. And it's pretty much, you just throw some tea, black tea, mainly black tea, and with some boiling water. Uh, you can mix in a couple of different teas as well. Like in our kombucha, we use green tea, black tea, and Tulsi tea. Tulsi tea? Yeah, which is like a holy basil. Give a little bit of that aspect in there. Yeah. And um, you let that cool down, and then you've put in the scoby which is a symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast which is just it looks kind of like a freaky mushroom yeah <laughs> I've seen yeah. them before yeah <laughs> yeah lots of people are like yeah you gotta get your hands on one because they kind of when you brew they double and so you can just kind of give them give them out to people mm. um, but yeah the scoby loves the black tea and you get the teas. Do the teas come from China, or do you get them? Are the teas grown here locally at all? Yeah, there is. Um, we looked into that, and we'll probably, yeah, somewhere down the line, do a fully localized brew. Mm. But for the moment, we get most of our black tea from Sri Lanka. Oh, okay. One of our, you know, Nick Robson. Mm. 
he's over there. So yeah. He, he helped us scope out some. <laughs> some more deeper. Yeah. Nah, he, yeah, he's just living the dream over there. Oh, that dreamy part of the world. Yeah. I'd love to get over there. Um, and is there ginger? There's a ginger. Yeah. There's ginger in there as well as normal ginger. Yes. So, yeah, we've, we're using a new batch of ginger, golden organic ginger from Fiji, which is like a new thing. That's what we're. So the colour's a bit lighter. We're just trying to get the, the brew right. Yep. With this new batch, uh, but it's yeah, it's like some of the best ginger in the world from Fiji. Oh wow. Like just golden and. Yep. So strong. I wouldn't even think of Fiji for, ginger. Yeah. Really cool. And this is, so I guess we're talking about the. For listeners, it's the organic mechanic. Do you call it just kombucha? Do you? Yeah, uh, pretty much just om kombucha. Yeah, om kombucha. Yeah. Um, which is you know, stops in plenty of places. <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff. And you've had. What's your What's your regular weekend? Because you've been down at the market, like you've been selling at Grayland markets, and you got the smoothies in Parnell. So the teams kind of spread out a bit in the weekends. Yeah. Is that kind of the, the deal at the moment? You got the Parnell spot and then you kind of float around the other markets as well? Yes, Parnell's like the, the home base, the mm. flagship. Um, a lot of people ask us like, where's your, where's your store? And it's just like, that's it. Mm. And so we'll always have the Parnell markets. But then we just kind of started up at Greylin and, and Howick Market just to kind of educate the people in that area and get them kind of like stoking about kombucha and feeling it in their life and now it's got to the point where we've just kind of stocked a whole lot of stores around those areas and so we can take kind of just simmer down on those markets and then set up maybe somewhere else or just put that energy towards something more mm. you know that's gonna help with the growth and the main the main benefit of because obviously tea is good for you, probiotics or microbiome, things that help that are good. And also drinking water is good, but how, yeah. what makes, is there anything particular in kombucha from the uh, SCOBY or that's different to, well, how would you describe the, the, the benefits of it? Um, it's certainly like a lot of people think that it's, kind of like a magic bullet for, mm. for health and it's kind of being touted as that all over the place but it's just it's a it's it's a really it's an amazing drink that we've found that really helps with digestion helps with feeding your good gut bacteria we're meant to have about 80% good bacteria 20% bad bacteria in our gut just to kind of keep it on its toes but because of the main because of the diet and the mainstream at the moment refined processed sugarized foods our gut microbiome becomes severely depleted and yeah kombucha is good for feeding that bacteria and growing the the gut bacteria which is also where 80 percent of your serotonin is stored in your gut and serotonin is obviously for feeling good yeah, that's your like happiness. Go get it. Go get it. Yeah, there was. I'm just trying to look for who was on the. I think it's one of the Tim Ferriss podcasts. 
They're one of the experts in gut bacteria. Um, I think it was Rhonda Patrick, but it might be someone else. She was saying how it's like a second brain in the gut, and they actually found the link to the, what is it, the nerve that goes to the gut, and how that microbiome pretty much affects all your thinking, depression, or happiness. Yeah, totally, uh, man. Yeah, even studies where they take microbiome from one mouse, put it into another that's healthy, but they take microbiome from a mouse that has anxiety and it's good, it gives them the same traits to the mouse who's fine and it's like you're a slave to kind of the subtleties of your yeah. body yeah. and how you can change it but um, so, yeah definitely sounds like it's yeah. good stuff to have more fermented foods totally like butcher, yeah. for the gut health as, as a whole mm. like for me I had some severe like stress-induced gut problems probably a bit of anxiety as well and just because of the stress of like say not keeping track of your accounting when you're like setting up a smoothie business <laughs> or like just anything like that which can just kind of stress you out it ended up for me my the walls of my gut lining became like impaired and grew like tiny microscopic holes oh i see the leaky gut yeah, syndrome the, and leaky gut yeah and that affects so a lot of people have that it's quite a common it's yeah. always talked about now and and so that obviously leads to inflammation and more infection and different things yeah chronic fatigue yeah chronic bloating chronic pain and a lot of people don't even know that it's that mm. you know like sometimes you'll go to a, a doctor and they'll tell you it's irritable bowel syndrome and that you're just going to have to live with it mm. but that's just kind of like a plaster for a whole greater holistic problem that you you've got. Yeah, I think the lady was Dr. Rhonda Patrick on Tim Ferriss, and she mentioned how she had really bad gut issues, and they didn't even ask her what she ate or anything lifestyle yeah. related. They were like, "Well, there's these options, there's these drugs," and Tanya from the Wellness Hub um, was the same, like autoimmune conditions and no one asked her what she yeah. actually ate or what might be the actual problem. Uh, so it's, it's interesting, so this has helped and and you've also got the smoothies going as well, which was the start of Organic Mechanic, yeah. correct? I mean, what's the, oh, well, if we go back to the start, what's, because your story was you, you grew up where? Okay. I grew up in Auckland. Tipping up here the whole, yeah? Yeah, studied down in Wellington. And you did fine arts? Yeah, graphic design. Yeah. Down at Massey. So if you see the billboards outside of your place, all beautiful chalk art with the <laughs> yeah. Hercules hero and all the different smoothies, eh? Yeah, bro. That's cool. Yeah, that was all done the night before we started it. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it still yeah. going strong? You know that whole culture of just doing the all-nighters? Yeah. That's what that was. But, yeah. Um... So you did the fine arts, and then, and then we were looking like to be an artist, or we looking or the graphic design. We looking to be like in a creative field, or yeah, pretty pretty much. When I was finishing, I did a like final year project, which was almost not as intense as a thesis. They called it major project down there, and you spent the first half of the year researching 
a certain topic in the second half of the year, answering that brief that you've created based on that topic mm. for, through a design, illustrative, motion graphics uh, perspective. And I, through that year, I got really passionate for some reason. I think it was because of my own sickness. My so own. That's, you were quite unwell at college. Yeah, but that was like a totally different to the leaky gut thing. That was like not taking care of my body, mm. drinking all the time, you know, just that whole student lifestyle and culture, eating two-minute noodles. and It's bizarre, eh? It's yeah, I can't believe this shit we just ate. <laughs> yeah. Like pasta and mints, just, and that was like a nutritious meal. Mm. But I wouldn't, wouldn't even dare to eat that now. Mm. But through that whole process... I became really passionate about taking one's health into their own hands because what happened to me, I just got really sick, really run down, had a sore throat for a couple of months and I was just like, man, I'm just sick of this. Mm. So I just researched, watched all the documentaries I could. Like some of the first ones was like Food Inc, Forks Over Knives. Uh, I was also watching documentaries like The Union. I haven't uh, seen that one. That's Joe Rogan. Oh, okay. I'll put these all in the show notes on there, check a few of them out myself. I've seen Forks Over Knives and Food Inc. Yeah. Both awesome. Yeah. You seen Cowspiracy? Yeah. That's <laughs> the latest one, eh? Yeah, so good. Game um, changer. So, what, so, yeah, those documentaries can just be a tipping point. Yeah. For, like, people don't tell you this stuff yeah. growing up, but... Um, so was any one thing you got out of the documentaries or just that connection to food or that food? It, like my design brief, I started off because I was really into meditation, real into spirituality and all that kind of thing. Oh, so you had like a pra- meditation practice and already? Yeah. Oh, where did that come from? That was kind of, I kind of like, a lot of my uh, like alternative thinking methods from back then came from just kind of experimenting with all sorts of different substances yeah. and all sorts of different things which put my mind into a place where I was fully, not naturally, but forced into being the observer. Mm. Which is like a meditative yeah. space. To right? Yeah, and so you see the world in a totally different perspective after that. Mm. So you come back to like watching TV and you just look around and you see people like just staring at this box and you're just like, what the... F- what is going on here, you know? Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what it takes for some people to get to that point that there's all this research into psychedelics now for various reasons, but meditation's the same. Yeah. That level of awareness, right? Yeah. And then you can't go back to how you yeah. used to see things. Oh, so that's, oh, okay, so that's cool. And then, so, so your project was, what was the question you asked? Yeah, so like going back to that, my tutors, I went to my tutors with this and they were just kind of like, I, was, I wasn't grounded at all. I was just kind of like, I had long hair down to my nipples <laughs> and I was just going to my teachers like, oh, there's like all this energy in the universe, you know, I want to like put it in my major project. And they were just kind of like, nah, man, just, yeah, go back to your shitty little flat and like think about something else. And so the me- the main message that I wanted to get through to people was just, I, f- I found a way to do that was through food. And so 
once you start to think differently about your food, you'll eventually get to the point where you're thinking differently about the world, differently about yourself, differently about the like possibilities of living. Mm. And so that was kind of where that all came out of. So I became really passionate about um, eating right and going to the veggie market every week and getting veggies. Started making smoothies and like no, like no one was making smoothies back then. You know, so everyone was just like, what the fuck? And I was putting like, back then I didn't know anything about food combos. So I was putting like oats, um, leafy greens, carrots, like all sorts of shit in a smoothie. <laughs> and just chugging it down every day. But I just, because I was running in this completely opposite direction from a lot of other people, everyone was just kind of like, great, and you, what's happening here, man? You just kind of like, it just appeared crazy, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And so after that had all finished, university had finished, I'm at home because of the study link ran out. Mm. And <laughs> I'm sure you're not the, the only one to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. But I started working for this magazine, which was like a conspiracy magazine yeah. called Uncensored, which was quite entertaining. Mm. And it also fueled a lot of what I was doing. But I'd linked back up with Jace, who was... His little brother Nick was my like childhood best mate. We all went, we all went to school together. Everyone in organic mechanic, we all went to the same school. And what school was that? Just an Auckland here? And yeah, went to BBI Buckland's Beach Intermediate yeah. and then McLean's College. And yeah, linked up with Jace. He was working at Bailey's at the oh, time. Oh, real estate. Yeah, he was doing real estate. He was in his like kind of <laughs> collar, black shoe like shiny shoes yeah. met him at Albert Park and I had just long hair just like real loose like I'd just been down at the hemp store oh man I gotta find a photo of you with the long hair I would have before and after on the on the show notes but um yes oh cool so you met Albert Park just down the road here yeah 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 man and then he kind of cause I yeah he had this vision that he wasn't enjoying what he was doing he wanted to do it another way he wanted to like he could see and we could both see people just kind of like living this life which was not true to themselves mm. you know what I mean like they were just kind of the simplest way to put it just being bricks in the wall you know being just in the, in the machine mm. and so the way that we wanted to kind of combat that was through a, like a smoothie truck or like community gardens and just simple ideas like that that would bring people together and connect people and help them to just kind of see another way or do you know what I mean and so we got together Nick came back from Boston he was playing football over there and Raj and another mate Alex who both went to McLean's as well they were studying at Auckland they helped us out in the weekends and then Nick Robson came back from the states as well and yeah. so you started with this was it the french markets you started there started smoothie there. stand yeah i started there and what what year was how long ago was that that was not, in july 2013 it's not long ago like you guys have synonymous with health now it's not real <laughs> yeah i mean a <laughs> lot people i know but that's cool that it's yeah, it's not a long time ago eh? yeah it's been a wild ride. It's been a while though, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, of course, you started with sort of smoothies. You're just blending them and selling them at the markets. Yep. What's that? Twice, twice Saturday, Sunday, French markets in Auckland. Yeah, fully organic. We just, yeah. yeah, we just wanted to from the start do everything the best way that we could, mm. encapsulating like being the change that we yeah. wanted to see. And it's tough to be like get make sure all the pro produce was organic and trying to get supplies and like because it would have been the idea is good but trying to make it happen would have been another yeah all a yeah man we were, we were pretty lucky because Jason and Nick had a bit of a leg up because their dad Mike he owned a organic distribution company so they kind of had experience and um, dealing with that yep. side of things but yeah Mike was also a huge part of the organic mechanic Nick and Jace's dad he um yeah he got diagnosed with cancer maybe I think it was 10 years ago now and upon his diagnosis he kind of traveled all around the world to figure out why he was sick and what made him sick and how he could overcome the cancer and he pretty much he traveled to some of the greatest medical institutes all over the world like San Aviv which I think is in over in south of California somewhere another one in Australia Peter Gawler Foundation I think it's Peter Gawler but yeah he, he came back from this like amazing adventure with the knowledge that just food is medicine and lifestyle and the environment you live in can directly create the state of your health. So at that point, he stepped down as like a big CEO of a big company. Um, started meditating three, four times a day, drinking green smoothies, drinking green barley, juicing wheatgrass. And he was just a massive inspiration to all of us, like all, all childhood friends. Oh, wow. And... Yeah, he, but unfortunately, he passed away, I think it was about five years ago now. But his legacy is like, lives on through this. And yeah, we've all got our own kind of like journeys where that led us to this point. But yeah, a lot of it has to do with Mike. Well, that's beautiful, man. Um, we were just talking before too, because I think that there has to be that bit of pain to make you change yeah and to get like to get back to what's important i think seeing something like that or or experiencing something equivalent to you for yourself but it's at different levels for different people i feel like i've never had anything really drastic happen to me but when i just feel bad after a night out and i'm like this isn't or like something can be so little and just tip you over but it's yeah. different for everyone I don't know that that's um yeah that's that's pretty inspiring yeah so that kind of helped fuel fuel the organic mechanic and then so you had all the boys on board yeah started started off me and Jace kind of dropped out of our jobs and we went full on into it so you were working for the magazine Jace was real estate yeah. Jace dropped out first and I yep. was like, man, that's inspiring. So then I, I quit my job and Jace had a bit of 
some money that he'd saved up or that had been given to him and so we used that as the starting capital and bought like, the best blender we could find bought the best tables bought the best marquee like, like you know try to do it as good as you could yeah spent money on the like eco cups yep. the eco straws um, the jars and we started down at the markets just with smoothies we'd made up the night before chalkboards that I'd done the night before I was, just, I was just tired as hell the next day but the first day was just a massive success I cut I remember cutting my finger open because of this, the amount of stress we were under because there's so many people that just wanted smoothies and I don't know if it was the smoothies or it was just kind of like the vibe that we were giving off mm. which was just kind of like as true and as authentic as we could get it and it was more about the people rather than the, the product and it still is like that's that's our philosophy and I think that's that's what is needed in the world people thinking about the people over the profit like some days we were doing koha smoothies we were doing all sorts of crazy shit like we weren't even counting how many smoothies we were selling at the start and that's what I was saying about the stress from the, the accounting because we didn't even give a shit about that and we were just turning up making smoothies going to protests went to the stop deep sea oil drilling one out at Piha tried to sell smoothies out there but no one <laughs> no one wanted them but yeah we did all sorts of crazy shit to just bring awareness to the cause and just try and help do our part to be the change and help move the world forward yeah it's funny when you start out with something you're just so ambitious and you got all these ideas <laughs> but at least from doing it you figure out what works and what doesn't work and then you kind of come back to this medium of well you maybe need to count how many smoothies but you can still do some crazy things and yeah but you don't know to try I think just you guys getting out and doing it alone like giving it a nudge is just awesome and then so obviously like you, you said you now well had some good we were just loving it at the time the feedback was good but start to make because I mean it's not easy making smoothies like the the food's expensive, like you're making it all organic, eco everything. Yeah. Time, your labor. Was it paying? Did you see it as like a business, as, as a sustainable project or? Uh, like we kind of see it as, did you, did you watch Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> like, you oh, know. man, I was so big, <laughs> I was so big into that. <laughs> yeah. So there's kind of like different stages of the warrior. Yeah. <laughs> this is an awesome metaphor carry on we'll see where the super saying comes in yeah so like when we started we felt like everything was just seemed to just come to us like yeah. all of these big events all of these people all of these people who wanted to help us and just all of these amazing opportunities just seemed to just gravitate towards us and that this was in the, the first period where we weren't counting the smoothies, we weren't counting the money, we weren't even registered. Oh, we were registered as a business, but, you know, we had nothing on paper. It was all just like, it was fun and it was good times and the guys would come over in the weekends and we'd just kind of like prep for the markets and then going to the markets was just like, no one got paid, we didn't want to get paid. We just did it because it was fucking cool, you know. 
and yeah, I met Grace at like at the high point of that, when the energy was like real high, and this is the same day I met you, bro. Same day you met me? Yeah. Oh, well. Of course, it's great, because Grace is your partner, she's a yoga teacher, super beautiful <laughs> yeah. soul as well. Amazing, amazing woman. Yeah, and how, so, we, we first met at, was it the French Markets too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right, because I think, I was, I was interested, because I found out, I think you were an artist, someone said. I was oh, yeah. like, man, art, go making smoothies. Like, <laughs> it's right. At, I think I was on the edge of like falling out of wanting a, what I was doing in advertising on that same kind of wave. And yeah, I was like, I got to find some more people on this this journey. Oh, that's cool. See, so oh, that's a cool day. I need to find out what day that was. Put it in my like timeline. Yeah, um, so, you, so this was like peak point. You started seeing Grace. Yes, she came into my life and then. Um, yeah, that was the, at the Sustainable Cities Expo, down in the cloud. Oh, that's, I remember that weekend, yeah, and, yeah, cool. And then after that, we... You guys have been free hugs there too. Yeah. I've got a hug, hug with my smoothie and wheatgrass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Uh, yeah, that was such a good time, man. <laughs> um, but after that, Adidas approached us and asked us to serve smoothies at their Auckland Marathon in the VIP area. So oh, we were like, cool. wow, like, <laughs> this is huge. And so, yeah, that was an awesome opportunity. Um, we also worked with Lululemon, like yep. they were just real. At one point, I'm not sure if they'll say it now, it was just like the manager in charge was like, whatever you guys want to do, we'll fund it. And we were just like, oh my God, let's get a bus. <laughs> you know, let's travel around New Zealand. <laughs> Can I quote you on that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh well, it's so that's so cool that that energy you're putting out just starts to just starts to come back at you. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So okay, ca yeah, carry on. I like where this is going. So like, that was kind of like the the high point of that first period, and then after like I think a lot of that we got a bit caught up in the, the whole like m forward movement of it and we were just like we, we felt pretty cool like we felt like a rock band <laughs> you know a smoothie rock band yeah yeah and I think that got the better of us a bit and we just got a bit too far ahead and things we started to feel the impact of not keeping up with the financials and doing mm. all that kind of thing so things kind of like fizzled out a bit and that was the point where I got really sick and Jace also suffered from that as well it's only running on it's been running on adrenaline and yeah just adrenaline like all sorts of substances yeah you know just like not being used in a destructive way just mm. kind of a really experimental period where like yeah both of us were just pushing the limits of the human mind and what could happen from that. But yeah, that kind of crashed down a bit. I ended up with a severe like gut problem. Went gluten-free, alkaline diet for six months to heal it up. Jace, yeah, he's got, he's got a wild, amazing story, which I'll let him tell. Oh, I'll have to get him on. Keep that, keep that in on the... Yeah, it's just a little <laughs> dating, uh, a little break in there. <laughs>
And I quite like keeping in all these bits sometimes because it's, it, like, it's what it's, it's real. Like, yeah. I'm trying to pretend to be this, like, and a person who's got no problems and, yeah. like, only eats kale all day or something. Yeah. Push start, you know. It's just like start now. Like. <laughs> well, my sister's really like she's the opposite. Everything has to be perfect. Like she's an amazing food person. She's got all this knowledge, but everything has to be perfect for her to do. She won't do anything, and so there's so many things she wants to do, but she's kind of waiting for the perfect time. And I just realised, I'm like, what am I waiting for? Like Casey Neistat's talk, I think, really got me inspired. He's like, you just think of. We want to do and just take one step, like just go, yeah. just take that first step, just send the message, give the person a call, like put the washing out, whatever it is, just do that first thing and then mm. don't wait for it to all to happen. Um, yeah. Back after quick interlude and I'm trying to be honest. I was trying to set up a date with this girl tonight, so <laughs> gotta try and fit it all in. Podcast, good food, good people. Um, so Jace, I'd uh, be quite. There's this movie called The Other. Oh, I'm gonna butcher the title here. I'll put it in the show notes too, but it's. Something about stories, the stories we tell, the stories we tell, and it's a film about this family growing up, and they all a documentary, but they film from every points, everyone's perspective, and they tell the same story. But it'll be quite interesting to hear. Like this fight, how many of you boys involved? We're kind of like five plus some. Yeah, yeah. it'll be quite cool to hear. Like you're saying, like Jason's take on it, and how. Yeah, yeah, it'll <laughs> be, be, be a fun thing to do. Get everyone involved. Um, but see. So you got really sick with the gut thing, that the food and that kind of all that alkaline diet, no gluten. Like, have you, do you think gluten's quite an issue for you or in general, or it's just trying to refine your diet? Yeah, not not right now. Like, I'm not particularly like, oh my God, I'm gluten free. Mm. But at that point I was just because of the inflammatory effect that it can have on your gut lining mm. when your gut is like severely impaired at that point. So I wasn't eating like I wasn't eating gluten. wasn't eating nightshade vegetables. So that's potatoes, tomatoes, eggplants. Yeah. Blueberries, I think. So they can have yeah, effects those. on the. The what's particularly about the nightshades? Because I've heard a few people talk about avoiding nightshades. Yeah, something to do with the the proteins that bind to uh, cells on the cell wall of the gut lining and then just inflame it and you had um like you've been through a gut thing before so do you kind of know what the problem was or did you die, get diagnosed and did you kind of come up with your own treatment or what how was yeah what was that process like i always kind of like i always find it really interesting when i get sick because it's like an opportunity to test out like all the different methods mm. like yeah i would never do it again but when we went to see like couple of different naturopaths one naturopath with a 
Indigo Machine. Have you ever heard about those? It was kind of like a situation where you rocked into a room, sat down in a comfy chair, and she put these bands, one around your head, one around your wrist, around your ankle, and it scans your body over like a 15 minute period, and then just brings up results. It does things like read your, like what's in your blood, um, the acidity levels in your body, how like aligned your chakras are, like all types of different crazy shit, which is just like not mainstream. Um, and that was real interesting, but it just cost an arm and a leg, like a lot of naturopaths, they'll take you for the consultation and then they'll just slam you with all these supplements afterwards, Yeah. which I'm like, it makes you feel good when you get all these supplements, you're like, yeah, I'm in the right hands. But sometimes, yeah, I'm not sure the intention, mm. if you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, basically it was going on the the diet and the lifestyle of just having minimal stress, which was pretty awesome. Because what was what was the main? Do you think it was worrying about the business? Was it trying to keep up with production? Was it for me? It always comes back to lack of sleep. I find I just don't sleep, and then the, it just compounds. But was there anything that was causing the stress? Do you think? Or like aggravating, yeah, aggravating you to be stressed out and to get sick. Yeah, there's probably like a number of different things. The main thing was probably just the worry about what was going to happen to the business, what was going to happen to this like amazing thing that we built, when I could see it and all of us could see it just falling apart, and it was just kind of like, man, this is. And there was this big like tax thing coming up and we hadn't caught track of that at all. Mm. And then also a lot of like things going on in our personal lives, like just, yeah, people we'd met and things that we were thinking at the time and yeah, just a culmination of things. And were you with Grace at this time or did you have family to support you through it or the, just the community of the boys or what? Was yeah. there any other thing that kind of like changed your diet by yourself, but then that community kind of built up? Was that kind of tickled to getting through? or? Yeah, like it was amazing um, meeting Grace because she was kind of like one of the first vegans that I met. And at that point she was like a hardcore vegan, you know? Like, and w w did you transition to veganism or? Yeah, I did for a period. Yeah. Just... Gave it a hone. But it probably wasn't the right time for me to do it because I had leaky gut. Mm. And it's like when you're on those kind of diets, there's a lot of foods that you can't eat which you perhaps should be eating just, just to heal your gut. Um, but I'm like mainly plant-based now. I try and eat like a small serving of fish once a week. The best quality that I can find. But, yeah, one of my goals is I want to get pretty close to 100. So just looking at what centenarians around the world are eating. Yeah, blue zones. Yeah, blue yeah. zones. Yeah. So good. People need to check that out. Put that in the show notes too. But the blue zones is it's amazing. Yeah. And all plant-based. It's not about eliminating food. It's just like more getting more plants into your diet, I think, which is the cool part. It's, yeah. It's focusing on the good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, man. Fermented stuff. 
Mm. Green stuff. But yeah, like it, w- it was amazing watching the ripple effects through my family as well. Like them seeing me not being able to eat certain foods, so it made them think about food a bit differently. Like, oh, Graydon can't eat what I'm eating. Like, what is what is it that I'm eating that he can't eat? And it was, a lot of it was just kind of like gluten. Like it seems to be in a lot of different things these days. Mm. A lot of sugar. Like I wasn't eating any sugar either. And so, yeah, my diet was just kind of like I'd have greens, uh, cucumber, quinoa, kumara, like a few eggs and fish. And that was like, I'd have the same meal every day just because anything else like just ruined my stomach. Yeah. But yeah, like coming out of that, the business kind of went on a hiatus for a while and we just didn't go to the markets and everyone was kind of like, I don't know what people were like, but we just kind of disappeared for a while, a few months. And then once we'd repaired, because there was a bit of stuff like between me and Jace, between like a couple of the guys, you know, that had needed to be repaired. And once we'd been through that, we decided to do it all again and do it right from the start and yeah, structure it as a, as a business rather than like a friends group. Mm. That's cool. And so you kind of how returns, you had the same crew, you went back in with the smoothies and then, and you got the traction again, it was still doing well. Yeah, we started back and it was like, it was good to be back and it was good because we were much more structured. We like, I don't know how we used to do it at the markets. Like we didn't take anyone's name. We just kind of like took their order and then it was just up to the universe really if they got their their smoothie because... (laughs) Universe delivery system. Yeah. Um. (laughs) But like starting back again, like all fresh, new, new boards, new chalkboards. Um, so the store was just looking real nice, but we were like, still didn't feel like we were back in that place where we were. And I think a lot of it was just inside us. Like we still had a lot to heal and learn, still learn from that experience. But at that point we started brewing our own kombucha because through that gut learning process, it was like one of those foods that was like, yeah, this is really good. So we made a smoothie with the kombucha in it. And it got to the point where someone was like, hey, I don't want a smoothie, but can I buy one of your kombucha bottles, that which was under the table? And so we're like, okay, like, that'll be 15 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> How much money you got? <laughs> yeah. And then, so we just chucked all the rest of the bottles on the table because that was, like, that was a really good kind of thing. And we sold a few more bottles and then it was almost more profit from that than it was from the smoothies. Yeah, because I remember talking to Raj too, and the smoothies are so, they're reliant on, you know, make it there, you gotta have all the produce ordered beforehand, like, this is a product which you can actually make, have on hand, people can take it away, order it, it's not. Yeah. It's just, it must've been that much nicer to have that as well. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the big things we struggled with was like keeping the smoothies fresh and we, we couldn't really grow from the markets with that, with the smoothies because they couldn't be bottled up. And it was more about just the vibe. Like people came down for the vibe rather than the smoothie, you know? Mm. Came down to just chill out and just to like bask in 
whatever was happening there. But with the kombucha, it's like a way that we could get that gateway drug to get out further, you know, get it into stores, get it into people's fridges at home. So it was a way that we could help our message get even wider and even deeper because it's a living thing. Yeah, that's cool too, yeah. It's a li- it's that fermented stuff's alive, right? Yeah. And like, we try to kind of give it the best vibration that we can so that it, in itself it brings that, will bring that into your home or into your body or whatever else you're putting, <laughs> putting it in. It's, yeah, it's an interesting one. There's a Rich Roll's wife was talking about how she was on a retreat and the chef was, the food was amazing, but the chef was really angry or had a lot of issues and yeah. somehow they all got sick even though she said there was nothing, but the food was amazing t- technically, but the energy, it's like a bizarre concept when you kind of try and rationale it, but I think that, that placebo effect or just seeing like your label and those memories coming back of you guys and then knowing where it's come from the story it all it all adds up to something whether you can even if it's just a feeling eh? Mm. that's cool yeah because we got in the yoga studio now see all the lots of cafes all the organic stores you got all the super a lot of the pharaohs and yeah, what the, lots of places just cracking into pharaohs yeah so that's a whole new kettle of fish yeah yeah and online and um and so do you, how do, where do you feel the next step of the journey might be? Is it trying to make this a, a kind of Auckland specific at the moment? Are you thinking like New Zealand wide? Are you thinking different products or, um, or is it just like take one step at a time? Yeah, it's kind of like every day that we wake up because we work and live at home in the same place. Yeah, I want to get into that too because yeah. he like <laughs> the whole team and work together, live together. Yeah. Um, so a lot of it is just kind of we wake up, we have a meeting at the start of the week to really like firm in our goals for the week, and then we have the wider reaching set of goals for the month, and then the big set of goals for like the long term. And yeah, every week is just kind of like getting the small victories, which which eventually lead to the large victories, but. Yeah, at the moment we're just trying to get it in front of as many people as we can, get as many people to try it, to taste it, to see how they feel, like having it every day. Um, also, just yeah, trying to support events and like inspiring people in the community like you, Doug, that are like, you know, just kind of do, like shining their light and just doing what they love and not. Yeah, not holding back. And so, yeah, we're just trying to grow the conscious community in the best way that we can contribute, trying to support conscious events, conscious things that are happening, um, help people understand how they can grow their own food, how they can compost, how they can make their house more sustainable by like growing their own food, composting, cutting shitty chemicals. <laughs> Eating better, eating less meat for climate change. Right? Mm. Like yeah, see, conspiracy guys. It's, yeah, yeah. So I think the biggest, the best thing you can do for the world, pretty much, is just to have more, eat less meat. 
Let's yeah. eat more plants. Yeah. Um, oh, appreciate it. Yeah, that. So, do you think the purpose is because all the things like you say that come out to consciousness or just thinking about what you're doing and being informed kind of affects your decision making? So, do you think that's the kind of bigger, bigger purpose of raising that kind of level of thinking or vibration? Is that like food's the starting point for that? Yeah, definitely. It's like, yeah, um, just a sim- like a simple way to go back to like how I was trying to convey all that stuff to my tutors and they were just kind of like, nah, man. And so the closest thing to that was the food. And so what we try and do with the food and with the beverages and everything that we make is it's a, like a gateway drug to consciousness, a gateway drug to, yeah, like you said, thinking differently by the world and developing your like higher self because that's I believe that's what we're all here to do is just to become the best version of yourself which is like tapping into that whatever that thing is that is moving your body and guiding you through this life whatever is your purpose whatever is like your passion is yeah yeah it starts with what you feel yourself totally day, the people the knowledge the food it's interesting a lot of people come out to food like for me it's the same and whatever reason you get into good food like whether it's trendy or it looks good or it tastes better yeah but then it kind of starts that that snowball effect eh? yeah um oh cool and you're wearing one of the people can't see it but we'll get a shot of the the shirt the smoothies for schools thing too which i just thought was awesome like doing smoothies for the lower decile schools and are you trying to keep those kind of events running as well? Like you guys have done Starship Hospital and like getting the smoothie. Because I mean, French Markets is a nice place for kind of the affluent, you know, the people who can. But um, out in Pori or there's not too many kind of cool smoothie shops around. <laughs> yeah. Or for the kids at schools who just you know, like living off bags of chips and cans of Coke and if they're lucky. Yeah. It's crazy what they eat, eh? It's crazy what the tuck shops are like in, in schools. I think that John Campbell did a documentary and if the kids, like most of the kids didn't even have anything if they, and then if they did have something, it was just in a packet. Yeah. Um, which is it's tough to see. Yeah. So it just keeps that kind of, that chain, that little system in effect, day eh, of those people who are less fortunate, having less opportunity, eating worse food, eating. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you do, you've done a few events lately, and that's yeah. been cool. Is that something you want to keep up, or think of a different way to do it, or? Yeah, that's yeah, that's something that started in that kind of first period as well, because um, we had a whole lot of leftover produce from the the markets. So one day we were, we did a vote on our Facebook and asked people what they'd want us to do with it, where where we would make smoothies. People saying in hospitals, people saying in homeless shelters, but like an over, yeah, an amazing amount of people were just like schools. So we just kind of followed that and chose a low decile school out in Mangere called James Cook High, which I like we'd played, I'd played in rugby when I was back at McLean's <laughs> and they were just like huge dudes. <laughs> so it was quite intimidating and like really quite nostalgic going into the school and making smoothies but it was it's mainly about just showing the kids love mm. 
and showing that there's people out there who care um, that there's there's people out there who want to help them make a difference people out there who want to help them with their diet and help them to become like the most powerful and authentic version of themselves um, and also just educate them so that they can educate their parents um, show them what it's like to taste and drink a green smoothie which is kind of like oh what's that green thing you know <laughs> tastes like grass and all that. <laughs> oh they taste amazing though <laughs> that's, the, that's the trick <laughs> yeah and yeah just trying to show kids that it's cool to be healthy and it's cool to grow your own food and compost and it's cool to do yoga like at the last one we did at Mangere East Primary School Grace took the kids for for yoga for about 10 minutes and they just loved it eh? it's like I think it should be part of the curriculum for kids to learn yoga and not only yoga but also like meditation and just positive affirmations because <laughs> we don't get taught to that shit no, we get taught simple, like, yeah. simple stuff and I mean like you guys like you're a beautiful dude man and Grace is lovely <laughs> and you're young kind of cool fit healthy looking like aspirational people you know I mean I feel like this message was coming from maybe some more hippie communities or kind of stereotypical places before and then you get celebrities or interesting like that that it's cool is an awesome thing I think that it's becoming fashionable people see it as a bad thing and I'm like no it's the more the merrier right it, yeah. If, yeah I think that's, that's so cool um, thanks man yeah so next to keep it right well I'm going to finish with a couple of questions because I always like to find out I mean you guys have been making smoothies for a while what's your favourite recipe what's the one you uh, you gravitate towards or you think people should try or um, definitely a green smoothie yeah uh, like what go on your green dream green what do you call it the have you got a name for the green one down at the markets what's down at the markets the Athena green goddess Athena and green goddess like that yeah and what, but what would go in your your dream kind of green smoothie for me um, silver beet spinach maybe a bit of kale and you can kind of rotate those leafy greens yeah the dark leafy greens a big handful of that uh something to make it creamy like banana avocado if you don't like if you're scared of the sugar in the banana uh, a bit of ginger uh hemp protein hemp's amazing man i'm sure you know a bit about hemp but like that contains all essential amino acids so essentially you could survive just eating hemp for the rest of your life because it has all of the things you need building blocks for muscle growth and yeah there's this myth around like dairy and whey based proteins and and actually if you look at how amino acids which are building blocks for protein carry around the body you want the most variety and plant-based ones can be the most easily digested yeah. not the only ones I think there's definitely a place for everything but yeah hemp's yeah it's cool the hemp seed yeah it's, it's crazy though because it's it's illegal to consume it as a as a human food how can a plant be legal yeah it's a bizarre it's its own podcast in itself I think Joe Rogan <laughs> did one on it recently <laughs> well the states is turning around on marijuana and different things but um 
Yeah. Okay, so we've got hemp in there. Yeah, hemp. Uh, psyllium husk. Yeah. Na- nature's With fiber. Broom. Nature's broomstick. Uh, <laughs> a bit of turmeric in there, whether that's powder or fresh turmeric. It goes well with the ginger. Um, Super uh, anti inflammatory, too. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe an apple. Always put the water in first because you can totally misjudge. Oh, the quality. <laughs> you put all the ingredients in and then you put the water in. Yeah, I quite often do that. But yeah, always put the water in first. And the best quality water, tap water, is just not up not to good standard enough, yeah. there. So you find what the water's going to be filtered? Or do you. At, how do you like the water? <laughs> at, at least, like, we researched, like, the. Yeah, we tried to get the best possible filter we could for our home filter, which takes out a lot of the heavy metals, the chlorine, and even like 99% of fluoride. But I'm not sold on that because fluoride, it's another whole issue in itself, man. Like, Mm. the reason, yeah, they put this crazy chemical in the water, which is a waste product from the phosphate aluminium, aluminium phosphate industry, which is too toxic to be put anywhere else in the world but it's okay to put it in our drinking water it's just kind of like another one of those things that doesn't make sense yeah it's tough to I mean those are kind of hold their own issues but I mean the simpler you can get the simpler the better always it seems but water is something you have to consume so much of that you'd want the best water you could so you just kind of filter the water with the best is there one particular filter or do you use charcoal or um, yeah, experimented with charcoal. Otherwise, if we can't, yeah, the f- I'm not sure exactly what the filter is. You know about that. Good filtered water. Or the Ararimu Valley water. Okay. You see that in harvest and all the. Ararimu. Uh, how do you say that? Ari. Ararimu. Ararimu water. Which comes from a. I think it's an aquifer yep. in, near the Bombay Hills, and they yeah it's some of the it's really alkaline water. Yeah, real light, good quality. You can taste the difference, eh? And your body is, our bodies are 80% water, probably more. Yeah, it's, it's bottled, and the bottled water thing does my head in too, because it's like, there's got to be a better way. You don't want to get bottled water, but you don't want to be drinking rubbish water too. And in New Zealand, we should be able to get the best water clean at home, just easy out of a tap. But totally. it's not always the case. So, okay, so filter to Aramu, Aramu? Aramu water. Aramu, Arimu. And that's sounds yeah. good to me. I'll we'll make one of those things. <laughs> yeah, that's a good smoothie. Man. That's the good smoothie. Um and then so you meditate, have you got like a you got the goal thing you set the week, is there like a morning routine you try and or things you try and do during the day or during the week or the morning in particular yeah. to get your Yeah man, love routines. Eh? Routines, love routines. Yeah, I love asking people that question as well. Yeah. Eh? Like yeah, but for me, I try and like do a lot of different things, but there's about five things, and if I can get like a couple of them done, then it's like a good day. Yep. But um, I was actually listening to a Tim Ferriss podcast as well. The five latest. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hanging upside down. Yeah, yeah. I'm throwing hanging in a. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, his five uh make the bed, which I started doing. Yeah. This is an awesome one. That's a huge one. Eh? Gets you like achieve the little things in the, the day and start the day and end the day well yeah and and what do you had tea in there the gratitude list or the journal yeah 
meditation, hanging to lengthen the spine, or other stretching, hanging. I think you can do variations of that. They have one other. That's four, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, this isn't Tim Ferriss show. This is <laughs> this is the great, this is the mechanic, mechanic Graydon Duggett show. So, what's have you got? Is, it, is your five similar or? Yeah, always try and make the bed. Yep. Um, yeah, Grace always gets at me. She's like, she thinks I'm OCD because I even make her bed. And um, but yeah, read. You try and read something. Yeah. Yeah. For like twenty, thirty minutes, I try and just like hack away at, at books, reading like a couple of books at a time. It's probably not the, the best thing to be doing, but reading. Oh, there's worse things to be doing than reading books, man. If more people read books, the world would be a better place. Is there any book in particular? Uh, at the moment, reading Autobiography of a Yogi. Um, doing one. the audio book of that at the moment, oh, yeah. so I'm nearly done. So good. I'll yeah. give you the audio book too if you want. Yeah, bro, that'd be amazing. And for people that don't know, um, there's also a film on Yogananda called Awake, which is amazing. And it's the one book that Steve Jobs had on his iPad, I think, yeah. everywhere he went, and the Beatles, and it's yeah. super profound, but... That's cool. Any other books you kind of loved, or? Uh, the Monk Books. Who Sold His Ferrari. The, the Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. Oh, I've been meaning to see that one too. I'll put that in the show notes. Um, oh, cool. So you got the book, and then, and that's yeah. a great way to start the day. Yeah. Make bed, book, and then. Uh, meditation. You yoga. got like any specific meditation practice, or? I kind of do it after I've done yoga. So I have this kind of just all a sequence of moves that I picked up just from going to classes and from Grace and just yeah a bunch of things that I do to stretch different areas and then lead into just a meditation after that of and you certain period of time or do you do a specific style of meditation um just kind of focusing on my breath and yeah just trying to stay as present as possible on that I can carry on going while I <laughs> <laughs> Meditations are really hard one to get consistent practice, I think. So do you find those stretches beforehand kind of get you in the right mind frame to do it? Yeah, kind of like I get excited about it. I don't know, like I'm going to get to that point where I can sit down. And oh, cool. And what, oh, I'm always interested in what stretches the details too. So what is any, yeah. do you do, is any few stretches in particular they kind of routinely do? Uh, I go through the, like, downward dog into the cobra I oh, so you kind of do a sun, sun A, sun B yeah. kind of little yeah. flow get into the warriors yep do those um, get into the tree pose and then just some like crazy variations I don't know if they have a name just like standing on oh, the oh the Padagastasana like yeah I think it's Padagastasana B and then that one. Oh, um is it dancer's pose going in the back of the foot yep Natan Natan Jarastana oh yeah um, yeah, nice. It's not. It's not important what they're called. I love my favorite 
that mate I was telling you about who's like the happiest person ever. Yeah. He knows nothing about any names or he's like, that looks cool, I'll try it. Feels yeah. good. Yeah. Most authentic yogi I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, it's cool. And then the meditation, you just focus on the breath for 10, 15 minutes or is there yeah. just an alarm or you just sit there till... Yeah, until like, I feel like it's done. Until I feel like I'm ready to just kind of salute. Cool. Just bow out. Yeah, and if I if I can get that done, then the like the hardest part of the day is is done, and it just kind of like what Tim Ferriss says, it just kind of sets you up for the whole day, and you're just like on on that winner's mindset. Yep. All day. You must have some kind of things. But like, what do you do, bro? I've. I battle, I mean, I was really good at home with the 20 minutes, morning and night was my main thing. I was just trying to, like, interested in Tim Ferriss, like, behavioural strategies of trying to make things achievable and easy, not punishing yourself if you don't do it. So, managed to get the 20 minutes going a bit, just starting to get back into that now, try and do it in the mornings and nights. If I have to teach early, the routine goes out the window a little bit because I'm... Yep. Like I still try and I mean I'm skipping on sleep which is the thing I'm trying to get back is I like make sure I'm having the 8 hour sleep so if I'm teaching those 6.30 classes up at 5 it's like I need to make sure I get a nap in the day if I don't do that but I, mean, I think the meditation quite interesting in fasting or not trying to not too bothered about if I eat in the morning I'm trying to think just like an alkaline food lemon water or a green smoothie or a cup of tea and the one that was on Jay's podcast, which I'm like, and and the because it's the, the routines, it's those simple things that add up, eh? and making the bed and the gratitude list. I think if I can do those, like eat well, think well, do that little action of making the bed, and um, Ryan also gets out. I think if I bite to do some kind of exercise, get outside of the house, get into my body move to a yoga class or go for a little like biking to the yoga studio it's just so nice to mm. get you out to heal something you just into the world and you see everything and you feel the breeze and that's probably it for me um i'm trying to yeah i envy you on your bike eh? Like, pardon like oh I'm, I'm so happy i i think i think there's this like, i'd love to have a car and it's like i can't really afford one to borrow the parents for now and again but i'm like i love biking so it's when I have a car, I don't. I bike a bit less, but I still try and bike everywhere. It's it's the best. Even when it's raining, it's like awesome. A bit dangerous, but hopefully Auckland's gonna get better. But yeah, yeah, because you guys are over on the shore, so I guess the car and you have to deliver stuff. And it's not always possible to yeah. walk or bike or public transport. Eh? Just that bridge, eh? Yeah, oh, that sky path is gonna be amazing yeah. when it's in. Hard out, man. Man, it's. I think Auckland's like on its way. So many more people biking and into it and wanting to. Yeah, there's there's a cycleway like getting put in right now, eh? From Upper Queen Street to. Yeah, that's gonna be really cool. There's a few there's a few new ones popping up all the time which I come across. But. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like an awesome morning routine. Impressive. That's one of the best ones I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> and so you finish the meditation. That's kind of. Is there do you have a particular breakfast or anything you try and do on top of that or is that yeah it's a funny one like in the house because we all kind of rise at different times and there's a kind of everyone I guess there's an unspoken understanding that it's kind of like people are doing their 
of a sacred time. Yeah, in the morning. And but usually someone will get up and make a green smoothie and then just share it out with the lads. Um cool. and it's got a silence around it. The blender is the one that we use at the markets. So oh no. Pretty lucky. <laughs> you can still sleep for it. Yeah. Is any what kind of blender do you guys prefer anyone or do you sponsor get sponsored by a blender brand or is there one With you think's best? The first one we got was a Blendtec. Yeah. Stealth Blendtec, which is just like beautiful. The best, yeah. And the second one we got was a Vitamix. So I think the the two are probably the the best ones, but I prefer the Blendtec over the Vitamix just yeah. because of the user interface. It's like way smoother and way slick. I guess it's kind of like Apple and, and Windows, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, powerful blender though. They're Real asset, yeah, such a good investment. Totally, man. Oh, that's, and you guys have got all your own gardens. I think I saw a photo of your house. Don't you have a big garden there? And yeah, man, we managed to get like yeah, we managed to leverage all of the soil provided to us and all of the plants as well for free. Um, yeah, just through the whole kind of campaign of trying to get people to grow their own food and compost and all that kind of thing. So we've got this huge organic garden which we get all of our greens and all of our needs out of that. Oh wow, awesome. Um, and you like gardening, it's good. Yeah man, Yeah. like we're growing up watching your parents into it. Yeah, well. mum's like horticultural garden, like yeah. I've got to go, I'm, I'm terrible myself but it's so attractive. People with garden, I think it's such a cool quality. Yeah. Know where your food comes from. Yeah, man, and feeling the soil in your hands and like just that interaction with the, the earth, like that energy transmission and receive, it's just, yeah, supercharging for the soul. Like, and have you been to Kalmana Gardens? No, Cal, in Ponsonby. Kalmana, yeah, it's this little organic oasis in the middle of Ponsonby. Oh, that's on my. Uh to-do list as well as a float tank I really wanted yeah. a float tank have you done one? yeah man yeah yeah. yeah. Oh. a couple of months ago and Good. I'm still feeling that like, <laughs> yeah. it's amazing man oh yeah I'm going to try that soon um, oh, okay Kalmana Gardens Ponsonby cool have a look at that oh sweet um, and so you saw you listed off a few docos before is there any any other like films or docos you kind of love? What do you think uh, people should see? Definitely Cowspiracy. Yeah. That was a game changer for me. Yeah. Um, I watched the Gandhi documentary, or the, the, um, the film. Yep. That was amazing. Uh, also DMT, The Spirit Molecule. I've heard that. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, that's another one with Rogan in it as well. Yeah, which, I mean, I'm, I was one of these kind of, my dad was a tour guide and did everything under the sun and, I've never kind of grown up trying to rebel or wanting to do. I smoked a few times, and but that's kind of about it. Yeah, I've always kind of been fascinated, but then not had to do it. I think everyone's a bit different, but I think being open to it, like I'm. It's it's weird. It's like a, it's been these substances have been used for millions of years, and everything's kind of a chemical relationship. And you listen to these people who are now studying for scientific purposes and looking at the. Like says a way to maybe get to meditation or you know there's good ways to use everything. Yeah. Um, it's just like it's a DMT. I'm really interested to see that. Yeah, that was like, yeah, that was. 
an amazing experience like being like experiencing that substance because it kind of if you can imagine being in a cannon that will shoot you over the expanse of the universe and like in one second and you're but you're on a bungee cord so you get like right to the edge <laughs> and you get come right to this place where you just understand everything and it's just this kind of like joyful like enlightening experience which is just like beyond anything you've ever felt and your body doesn't exist you don't exist you're just one and then you come flying back to your body <laughs> and it feels like a lifetime but it's been like 10 minutes wow do you find you get that through meditation yeah like I've glimpses of it yeah glimpses of that and I, f I feel like those experiences on those psychedelics it's not sustainable to keep getting there through that mm. and you need to kind of like learn the lessons from those and then come back and apply them through things like meditation and yoga that I think that's that's kind of been put better it's it's not really from everyone I've heard it's not the sustainable way yeah. like get those enlightenments and then to use those that knowledge that you've had but I feel like meditation I've had similar kind of experiences to that yeah and like you, you can't it just changes your whole world view. Yeah. Uh, Especially advertising, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it changed that for me. But and no one's like innately bad or everyone's trying to like everyone's trying to do good. Just like the level you're at and you whether you can expose someone which changes the way they do something like through food or through yeah. substances or meditation. Ideally I think, you know, people should have access to good food and the chance to meditate and Totally, man. Go from there. Um, and uh, so you're an artist. Are you still doing any art? Have you got a favorite artist or anything? Uh, Van Gogh. Yeah, like, yeah, that's cool. Like just the psychedelic nature has... Just tapped know. into something there, right? The colors and... Yeah. I don't know if he was tripping or anything back then, but yeah. Definitely. Also another guy, Para. If you know that. Para. Check that out. He just kind of does obscene typography and yeah. illustration. But yeah, listening to one of your other podcasts, and I heard that you mentioned that Steal Like an Artist book. Yeah. That's amazing. You got that book now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a few good ad. Well, I don't know, that's not really an ad book, but there's another few books by Paul Allen called It's Not How Good You Are, It's How Good You Want to Be. Yeah. I love that one. And. Uh, like God told from a taxi driver and what do you think think the opposite's awesome but still like an artist is yeah you got that one yeah yeah that's good um and oh, I was gonna ask what makes you happy but it sounds like yeah is there any one thing that's like your dream day or, or that kind of gets you I don't I mean looking at happiness is kind of my end goal like if you're happy you're probably doing everything right and we were talking before about like yoga, like being too serious and not being fun, and yeah, um, it's not a destination. Like happiness is the way, as Gandhi would say. I think it was Gandhi, was it the Buddha? But uh, is there one maybe tap? Do you feel like you've tapped into it? Like trying to be be happy all the time? Was there? I, I guess so. Like at this point where I am at now, every moment is just kind of like a unique opportunity in itself 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like even coming here, like I went to the wrong house <laughs> and rang this guy's doorbell like in the most creative way that I could and it wasn't even, you know, it wasn't even your house. And it was just kind of like, hey man, like what can I do for you? <laughs> but just other than that, I think a lot of it is about relationships. Yeah. And just kind of like just connecting with people because in a way it's kind of like connecting with yourself right like if if it's all like connected and it's all one thing then yeah I feel like a big part of it is just like your friends and your family and the people that you surround yourself with and just having quality time with them yeah I, I feel for people who are kind of isolated you know like farmers who are working you know by themselves and they're finding it tough and it's like without yeah, the community you have, like having someone that loves you, good family. It's um, not everyone has that. Yeah, but trying to get that any which way you can, like reaching out to people, giving people a hand. I think that's no, cool. Um, I like the Tim Ferriss po- the billboard question too. Is there anything you'd want to throw on a billboard? Is it, <laughs> is it creative? <laughs> Chalk up a big one somewhere. Yeah. Oh man, once I did a billboard for fluoride free NZ. Yeah. <laughs> back in the day. But probably be a billboard made of hemp. Yeah. Probably stating be on the motorway that the car that you're driving could be made from a hundred percent sustainable renewable hemp plastic and run on a hundred percent bio hemp fuel with no impact no negative impacts like in fact like positive co2 you know like when you grow hemp you're offsetting your carbon emissions because one acre of hemp breathes in about 10 times as much co2 as an acre of trees an acre of pines oh, well wow. and in this like time in the world where we're kind of suffering from something like co2 like why is this not being more like publicized yeah but yeah there's some i don't know why it's a big billboard but i love it (laughs) (laughs) um the hemp thing that's fascinating it's something i don't know a lot about but let's say you watch cowspiracy and you're like why isn't this been it's so obvious it's so on your face but yet for whatever reason lobbies skipped over just lack of knowledge or it hasn't come to the surface yet hemp i want to check i need to research more of that and get some of that hemp protein too because it was illegal for 1.8, you can get it now though. I got um, some in my car. If you oh, want some. <laughs> um, oh, that might be about about it. Um, is there any like one purchase that you kind of can't live without? Do you love having the blender, or is there one thing you know you think everyone should kind of have access to, or a little tool you have? If, you know, is it an app on your phone, or is um, Anything that kind of makes your life a bit better, that's pretty simple to have. Say, for an artist, probably something like a Wacom tablet. Wait, okay, you love that. Yeah, Yeah. it's a a game changer for like an illustrator because it's taking your work from the analog straight to the digital where you can share it more, you can get your message out there faster than you would if you had to sketch it, scan it in, redo it. That's cool. Yeah, man, a Wacom tablet, that changed, changed <laughs> my game. 
Yeah, it's that beautiful balance of like tradition and technology and like the best of both worlds, I think. Yeah, we're, um, we're like the best change we made, eh? We can share it with people but still have the core values intact, eh? Yeah. Oh, cool, man. Well, it's getting dark. I might, yeah. <laughs> might let you go, prepare for dinner. Have a wonderful um, Sunday night. Might even try and sneak down to the pools if we've got time, but oh, yeah. appreciate you coming by, man. Thanks for having Stoke. me, on, bro. <laughs> Thanks so get much. Out, get out to as many people as possible. Good vibes. All right. Cheers, brother. Spot on. Oh, wow. How good, right? That dude's such a legend. What a rock star. What a man. Just being around. His energy is so great. All of the guys. Grace, the girls, they're just such beautiful people. And it translates to the, the smoothies and the kombucha they make, their energy comes across. Um, so I hope you got something out of that. You can get that 20% discount off their subscription, which is a great gift for yourself or someone else. Get that microbiome going, get the serotonin going, turn that happiness up. You gotta take that responsibility for what goes into your body into your mind support these people doing great work organic mechanic guys check them out the markets check out the links the movies the books referenced uh, in the talk and um, hopefully you can uh, try one of their kombuchas and smoothies soon I want to whip down there again in the morning and just load on up on that good stuff I'm actually going to go around to their place, their flat. I think we've got an organic hummus and carrot themed dinner around there tomorrow night. I'm really looking forward to it, checking out their gardens, their setup, <laughs> the dynamics of the flat of all the boys living together, cooking together. Um, it's really exciting. So people doing great work. Uh, and again, appreciate the comments or reviews. If you do any comments and reviews and subscribe to uh, Tanya from the Wellness Hub, her newsletter, you get that go in the draw to win um, the juices. So while we're doing that too, appreciate all the love from wherever in the world you are. It's uh, got people as far as New Plymouth <laughs> and New Zealand, London, America tuning in. It's, uh, it's such an honor. So very lucky to be doing this, meeting such wonderful people as, as Graydon and supporting, trying to do my part to support the work that they're doing. So. Love and light, as always, think less, experience more, have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, happiness is the way people just listen to this little talk, uh, actually a book by Steve Ross, awesome yoga teacher, he talks about the man who lives on top of the mountain of gold, when the rain comes down, it washes away some of the dirt and he sees the gold at the bottom of the mountain, and he thinks the rain brings the gold, but no, the gold's always there, happiness is always there, you just got to tune in, scrape off that little bit of surface level, and the kombucha's always there, it's gotta wash off the bad stuff, wash down the good stuff. Feel the body, feel the mind. That's how it's done. As the Buddha would say, happiness is the way. There's no way there, it is the way. Have a wonderful day. And as always, hope you dug it. <laughs>